0: You're listening to All The Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 10, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. Hello. Hello to each and every one of you. I say hello, and now let's just talk about books because I have so many. But first, I want to tell you about today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Penguin Random House Audio. Keep your kids reading this summer with audiobooks. Did you know that 85% of what we learn, we learn by listening? Listen to audiobooks with your children and keep their reading skills sharp for the upcoming school year. Visit tryaudiobooks.com/family-travel to learn more. That's tryaudiobooks.com/family-travel for suggested listens, and for our free audiobook download of My Father's Dragon. You can find all their accounts online under PRH Audio, and we will have a link in the show notes, and we thank them for sponsoring. Now, to get down to all the books I had to tell you about, here we go. Out this week was a fantastic middle grade novel called The First Rule of Punk by Celia C. Perez. It's about a 12-year-old girl named Malou. She moves to a new school And on her first day, she manages to cross the class Queen Bee and violate the dress code. Kind of disheartened and down, she finds other like-minded misfits and starts a punk band. So I was thinking about other books that have like fun themes around bands. Um, One is, this song will save your life by Layla Sales, which is about a teen who is kind of an outsider. And she becomes a DJ and she's really good at it and it changes her life great fun. The second is Ronnie Patel in Full Effect by Sonia Patel. Uh, I talked about this on all the books, I think, when it came out. Um, it's about a teen in Hawaii who gets involved in the underground hip-hop scene. Um, this one does have some very serious subjects, so trigger warnings just in general that, that there's some very sensitive things that they discuss in this book. It's so, so good, though. Um, another is Glitz by Felana Marie Boles. It's about a girl and her friend who go on the road with their favorite hip hop artist. And another is All Our Pretty Songs by Sarah McCary, which is the first book in the Metamorph- Metamorphoses trilogy. It was hard to say. It's about two best friends who've been who are more like sisters than best friends um, until a musician comes between them. It is a retelling, sort of like a punk rock Orpheus. Um, I, I wish that I had paid attention in school when they talked about like the different myths and the Greek myths and the Roman gods and the Greek gods, because I just every time I read something, people go, that's a retelling of this. It's like, Phew, it had gone right over my head. Someday I hope to learn, but today is not that day. Um, and if you just like books about music in general and want to read a fantastic one, there is Signal to Noise by Sylvia Moreno-Garcia, which is about a girl who discovers that she can perform magic spells... Using music. It's so, so, so good. As is Sylvia Marino Garcia's uh, vampire novel, which the title of which is escaping me, but I will put it in the show notes once I remember. Um, And now, moving on. We have The Dire King by William Ritter came out this week. It's the last book in the Jacoby series. There were four books. Very sad that it's over. Such a great series. I've talked about it a million times. It's about supernatural detectives. And so I was thinking about some other supernatural detectives that I read and loved. The first would be Rosemary and Rue. Um, when I went on my fairy book kick, this was recommended to me, and I picked it up. It's by Shannon McGuire, And it's about a woman named October Day who is a private investigator as well as a fairy. Um, I've only read the first book in this series, but lots of fun. Um, Another would be Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency by Douglas Adams, he of The Hitchhiker's Guide fame. You've probably heard of this recently because it was just remade. Uh, It was a series many years ago, and now it's a new series on BBC America about... He's sort of like a quirky detective. He just kind of goes where the universe tells him to go. Um, it's lots of fun. Uh, another is Half Resurrection Blues by Daniel Jose Older. Um, it's about a man named Carlos De La Cruz. He is an in-betweener. He's not quite dead but he's not quite alive and he works for the New York Council of Death uh, trying to keep a balance between the living and the dead um, which is hard to do when the bad guys come in and try to blow the gates off of hell. Um, there's also the City Trilogy by Darren Shan. He's written... Uh, the Cirque du Freak series and a bunch of other series for young adults. So this was his first adult series. It's very strange. Um, the first book is called The Procession of the Dead. And when I looked it up, it looks like they're out of print. But if you can get your hands on them, great fun. Like I said, super weird. Another is Sandman Slim by Richard Kadri. It's about a magician who is back from hell and now tracking down those who sent him there. There's five books in the series. Really dark, really funny. Love this series. And then if you just want to read something weird, and also if you didn't realize that Who Framed Roger Rabbit was based on a novel, it actually was. Um, It was called Who Censored Roger Rabbit? It's by Gary K. Wolfe. And it's definitely, it's not for kids. It's It's an adult, you know, novel starring Eddie Valiant and Roger Rabbit. I think there was also a sequel or two, but... Very weird if you're looking for, you know, some movie history or just something strange. Who censored Roger Rabbit? Uh, another book out this week, speaking of strange, is Reincarnation Blues by Michael Poor. It's about a guy who has been reincarnated almost 10,000 times, but he doesn't mind because every time he visits the afterlife, he gets to see death. Death is an actual little person, and they are in love. Uh, so every time he's re- he is uh, reborn, you know he lives his life, and when he dies, he gets to spend it with death. But then he finds out that once you hit 10,000 lives, if you haven't achieved perfection, if you haven't made your life perfect with everything that you've learned, you are just snuffed out of existence in general. So now he has to figure out how to make his life perfect and also stay with death. It's really great. reminding me a little bit of The Hike by Drew McGarry. So that got me thinking about books about reincarnation. There are so many of them, um, but I'm going to tell you about a few, and I hope you find one that you like. The first I want to talk about is Replay by Ken Grimwood, which I think is a classic. It's like 30 years old now. It's fantastic. It's about a guy who's reborn over and over at the age of 18 until he gets it right. Then there's The Memory Painter by Gwendolyn Womack, about a painter who paints things that he sees in his dreams, which turn out to be memories from past lives. He meets a scientist who's working on a drug. and it turns out that one of the side effects of this drug is that it helps you remember your past lives. Um, they fall in love and discover that someone in their lives has been an enemy throughout all of their lives. There's also The Incarnations by Susan Barker, one of my favorites of 2015, about a Beijing taxi driver who finds a note in his car that says that the person knows them and... They have been a part of all their lives and want to meet him again. Uh, there's also Life After Life by Kate Atkinson. Oh, I love this book so much. About Ursula Todd and her many lives. She lives over and over and over again. Born at the turn of the 20th century until World War II. All the variations and the different things that happened to her each time she, she lives her life. I actually, as much as I love this book, and I love this book, I think I liked The second one, A God in Ruins, even more. It's about her brother Teddy and does not have any reincarnation, but oh, I just love these books. There's also The First Fifteen Lives of Harry August by Claire North, which is about a man named Harry August who has lived his first ten lives exactly the same. And as he's coming to the end of his eleventh life, he receives a message telling him that there may be a way for him to change things. And so how he tries to buck the system when it seems impossible to break. There's also The Forgetting Time by Sharon Guskin, which is about a woman whose four-year-old son has some crazy dreams, draws some crazy pictures, and says some crazy things. Uh, And it turns out that he may have had a past life, and he is exhibiting all the symptoms. And so a psychiatrist comes and is like, I think your son has been reborn. Uh, It's really good. And then there's Audrey Rose by Frank DeFolito, which scared me to death when I read it when I was eight years old, about a girl who... People think is possessed. She's very ill. Uh, the family is very worried. And a man shows up at their house and says, Actually, I think your daughter is the reincarnation of my daughter, Audrey Rose. They made it into a couple of movies. I think, like, Anthony Hopkins was the father in the first version. Um, it's, it's been around for a long time. Uh, I read it when I was eight, which is also the year that I read Helter Skelter, In Cold Blood, The Amityville Horror, and Alive. So that explains a lot. Um, but Audrey Rose it came out in 1976, and so did I. Which means that we've both been scaring people for 41 years now. Um, and, so, moving on to today's dealer's choice. This week saw the release of the penultimate book in the Alphabet series by Sue Grafton, Why is for Yesterday. came out on Tuesday. It started with A is for Alibi in 1982. She's been working on the series for 35 years now. She's 77. It's crazy. She's reached Y. I wonder if, like, she's already written Z, like, if she wrote all of these, like, a long time ago in case anything happens to her. Kind of how, like, Agatha Christie wrote the last Hercule Poirot novel before she wrote some of the others because she was worried, you know, something would happen. Um, but it got me thinking about one of my other, like I read these like when they started out, like in the 80s, and it got me thinking about one of my other favorite series when I was younger, which I started reading in the 80s, and that is the Cat Who series by Lillian Jackson Braun. But actually, in 1966, The Cat Who Could Read Backwards, the first book in the series, came out. Uh, there were three books, and then she kind of went away for 18 years, like nobody heard from her, nobody knew what she was doing. And then in 1986, they reissued the first book. It was a huge hit, so they put out the next two. And then she wrote several more, and she ended up writing 28 more after the first one. Um, it's about a man named James Quilleran. He's a former big city newspaper reporter. He's divorced. He's a recovering alcoholic. He's middle-aged, and he takes a job at a newspaper in this sleepy little town of Pickaxe in Moose County. She doesn't actually say where Moose County is, but people think it's based on Bad Axe, Michigan, which is where Lillian jackson Bryan lived uh, until the mid-80s. So he takes this job at a small newspaper, and I don't remember if in the description they tell you how he gets his cats, so I'm just going to say that he winds up with two Siamese cats named Coco and Yum Yum, and discovers that they have the ability to solve crimes. Like, you can see why I love these books, right? It's absolutely adorable. They help him, you know, figure things out. Um, it's also where I first heard the expression salt and pepper in refer, like reference to people's hair because she mentions his salt and pepper mustache a lot, so he stuck with me. Um, so I've read most of the books in the series. Like I said, there were 29 of them. There was a 30th that was scheduled, but they postponed it, like, in 2007 when she started feeling unwell And eventually just canceled it and she passed away at the age of 97 in 2011. Um, There was also a really bad spoof that I read called The Cat Who Killed Lillian Jackson Braun. But I don't recommend it. But these, super cozy, really cute. Um, I hope they hold up. Maybe I'll read them all again someday. But I just love them. So those are the Lillian Jackson Braun Cat Who Mysteries. And that's it for me this week. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Penguin Random House Audio. Visit tryaudiobooks.com slash family dash travel for suggested listens and for a free audiobook download of My Father's Dragon. You can also find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com the books If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, Steinbeck and Malay, who probably could solve crime, but I don't know of any, so I haven't tried. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy Under Liberty, and on Instagram at Franzen Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with my better half, Rebecca Shinsky, and all the books, and we'll tell you about the week's great new releases. Have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. <laughs>